the game is over and you want more. When the news breaks and you want more. When you wake up and you want more. It's highlights, it's breakdowns, it's analysis, it's opinion, it's curbside reaction. Your next day post-game podcast and it starts now. Yeah, um, tough back-to-back for us, um, you know, getting in late and coming in playing a team that is so fast and dynamic, so, um, you know, I think we did a really good job. I, I don't think we can be upset with ourselves. Um, you know, we were in that game right to the end, and we did a ton of great things and had a bunch of chances, so, um, you know, very happy with our effort. Uh, it's always important to, you know, come out and have a good start, um, something we, we've harped on lately, and, um, you know, we got off to a good start, and um, yeah, they get, they got a power play goal and um, you know one other one on a bad bad change and turnover and um, you know that's that's the difference right there. Perry and Leds get, they get the tough matchups every night and uh, you know Perry loves the challenge and um, you know he's outstanding against top players. Um, he uses the size, speed, and uh, you know I think he was our best player out there tonight. So um, you know he's he's always up for that task and he does an excellent job. You know obviously frustrating. Um, you know I kind of looked over my right shoulder and I thought I had a lot of time and. Um, he came from, from my blind side, and I, I didn't see him at all. And, um, you know, I thought I had the goal, and, um, you know, in my head I was already thinking about scoring, and um, it sucks when you just get your stick lifted right when you're going to shoot. Well, that was Robert Thomas after a terrific game by the Blues that fell just a little bit short, a 3-2 overtime loss to the Edmonton Oilers in a game that they did have a 2-0 lead in, but the Blues did scrape a point out of it. After the Oilers tied the game up, the Blues got through the third without giving up a goal, and it would be Connor McDavid winning it with 26 seconds to go in overtime for the Edmonton Oilers. Hello, everybody. I'm Chris Kerber, and welcome into Curbside Reaction, your next day postgame podcast featuring everything St. Louis Blues. It was Ken Hitchcock that talked about what happens to a team to get out of a slump or a streak, a losing streak, that is. What he said is normally it's going to take a few games and you will lose a game that you felt you deserved a better fade in before you turn it around. It feels like the game last night in Edmonton was that kind of a game. A great start, two goals by the Blues. Thomas at 219, Butchnevich at 449. They had the lead, but a late first period penalty for tripping on Kevin Hayes gave Hyman a power play goal. The Oilers tied it up inside the first five minutes of the second. The Blues could not get the extra power play goal and they had a chance at the first two minutes of the third period, but nothing happened on that power play. The Oilers actually had more scoring chances shorthanded than the Blues had on that power play. The Blues battled through to get to overtime. Couple of scoring chances in overtime for both teams. It would be McDavid winning it in the end, getting around Thomas, then Cairo, and then taking a shot that would hit off of Bennington's shoulder and float inside the far post. It was a heck of a game and a hard-fought game and a terrific point earned by the Blues against a really hard Edmonton Oilers team. Let's get you to the highlights. Thomas in, shoots, score! Robert Thomas with a wrist shot off the bar and in. Power play goal. 14 seconds into the power play. Thomas has 20 goals on the season. The Blues have a 1-0 lead. 17-41 to play first period. And the puck then stripped back by Thomas. To Pareko moving it out. He skates. Flips it over to the far wing. Back to Thomas. Trying to one-time it. It trickled wide. Now Kyra to Butchnevich. He scores! Pavel Butchnevich from the hash marks. Over the shoulder of Skinner. And the St. Louis Blues have taken a 2-0 lead. 15-11 to go. Period. Number one. 
Lose to the Rottler pass control penalty kill. Puck to the front of the net. They score. That didn't take long. Took eight seconds for the third best power play in the league to get on the board. And it's a 2-1 hockey game with a minute 44 to go in the first period of play. And Krug will get to it. Snap it off the wing. Not out. Shot to the goal. Deflected on. Bennington a big save. Denies Dayarnay. Dayarnay will get it ahead. Work it over the line to the far wing, moving it in. Bennington denies the shot. Return chance blocked away by Torov Chang, or rather by Alexandrov. And Bennington will follow it up. Not now Oilers in, McDavid dangles, shoots. Bennington makes the save as McDavid walked to the hash marks. Look out, McDavid in, centers, tap in, score. The Blues went to get it in. Jake Neighbors ended up being offside. They couldn't chase the puck down. The Oilers break it out in the confusion the other way. Hyman and McDavid two on one, and Hyman ties the game two to two. 15.06 to play in the second period. Getting it blocked there was Letty and sliding it at the blue line. The puck poked away. Thomas, shorthanded breakaway. He's in and he shoots and he went too slow. Nugent Hopkins picked his pocket. Thomas never got a shot away. Thomas will force Matias Ekholm all the way behind his net. Pass comes forward, McDavid. Dropped it back to Eckholm. Now to McDavid. Around Thomas, drags it in. McDavid shoots, save, and score. It floats off of Bennington, and the Oilers score with 25 seconds to go. They win in overtime. Blues get a big point. Bennington thought he had that one, Mike, but it floated past him, and... There's Connor McDavid with just another ho-hum three-point game for you. Well, those are the highlights of the game. And with Nashville being idle, the Blues played one of their two games in hand. The good news is they did get the one point by going into overtime. And the St. Louis Blues now just five points out of a playoff spot with 23 games to go. Jordan Bennington talked to the media after the overtime loss yesterday. It's not easy coming on a back-to-back, obviously. And um, we fought hard. We had... Guys playing a lot of minutes the last two days, uh, especially on the back end, and um, you know they, they really dug in, and uh, you know we gave ourselves a chance to win. It's an unfortunate outcome, but uh, guys really played hard, and, and we left it on the ice. Tough way to, to lose for us, but um, like we've been saying, I think uh, it's, it's a it's a character game, and, and guys played really hard and stepped up, and uh, it's not easy. So um, going against that team at home, so. Um, we got to find positives out of this and, and uh, keep building. Let's hear from your head coach of the St. Louis Blues, Drew Bannister. Much better today. Uh, obviously disappointed with uh, with the loss. It felt, you know, we probably deserved better in that game. You know, uh, playing back-to-back with our travel. Uh, loved our effort of our guys. I thought we dug in here tonight. Uh, now, dis- disappointed for the guys that we, you know, we weren't able to get a win. But, um you know, a lot of positives we can take uh, from that game moving forward. Yeah, the start was really good. I just thought we were we were direct. We got to the goal line quick. Um, you know, worked off the cycle, created some chances. Um, you know, I thought we got away from it a little bit in the second period, but I thought we got back to it more in the third. And you know, we did some did some good things. We had our opportunities. Uh, their goalie had to make some big saves for them, and you know, it was a good hockey game. The power play goal they scored. You know. We, 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 we misplayed that down low. Um, you know, something we talked about, um, you know, a play that they, they ran uh, when we were in St. Louis. 
you know, they're a good hockey team over there. They're, they're going to get some chances. Uh, I thought we, we limited, uh, you know, their big line. We were able to close off plays quicker. We, got, we collapsed. We had good sticks. We blocked a lot of shots tonight. I saw a lot of guys sacrificing, blocking shots, which is, uh, which is a positive. So, you know, we'll take the point. We're not, we're not happy with it, but we'll take it and move forward here and build on this. Our, our whole lineup, you know, played well. I thought everybody came to play here tonight. Well, that's the head coach, Drew Bannister. And we start with the breakdown with Mike McKenna with the big picture on a pretty well-played game by the St. Louis Blues. Tonight, the Blues took advantage of the walls really well. They didn't try to, try to force plays through the middle. They played direct. They went forward. Probably could have been a little bit more selfish with the puck on those rush chances, gotten the shots. But there was exactly what they needed. They needed to use their speed. They did do that tonight, and their zone exits were much cleaner. And when they did try to force through the middle, they naturally turned it over, and it caused problems. Yeah, I, it's not fun to talk about that, but as we know, that's what has to get cleaned up. You know, there's time and place for that. It's got to be a sure bet. But those turnovers are killers when they happen. And again, once again tonight, it bit the Blues once, and, and that can be the difference in a game, Curbs. Feaster famine, best on best in overtime. McDavid goes around a reaching Robert Thomas, then a reaching Jordan Cairo. Yep. Bennington got a piece of it, and the puck hits him, goes up, and just lands inside the post and over the it's line. Tough. That's a yeah. that's a bad break for Jordan Bennington, who was the best St. Louis Blue on the ice tonight. Well, I agree, and and he had partners out there that were good too. Robert Thomas had a really good game. Um, I thought Kairou showed up pretty well tonight too. And um, but you look at that save in the third in the second period that Jordan Bennington made on Leon Drysaitel. Yeah. Eleven twenty-seven left, going from his right to the left. That, that, that kept the game in the Blues' grasp. Phenomenal. He was so clean with his rebounds tonight. Um, it's a hard loss for Bennington, but he showed really well this evening against the Oilers. Yes, he did. Even though three goals went in, he still faced 35 shots. And uh, the St. Louis Blues fall in overtime. So the good news is the losing streak stops in terms of without a point. They did earn a point, and that's a, a, you never know how that's going to shake out at the end. So better to get a point in this one then nothing else and now you come home with a big central division matchup against the minnesota wild on saturday all right what do you got for the bud light three stars and then your work boots uh, three stars of the game i've got robert thomas as the third star uh goal right off the bat set the tone for the blues had an assist later on in the game i had jordan bennington second star of the game massive saves kept the blues there when he needed to it was nice and tidy and connor mcdavid goal and two assists he was the difference maker, um, as you as often is for him tonight. And going for the Joe Vitale work boots, I'm giving it to Tyler Tucker. Okay, this guy hadn't played since like January. And he comes out tonight, um, put six hits, hits out there, had a shot, blocking shots. I just, in the limited minutes that he played, he made a difference for the Blues. He was physical, and he shut down the Oilers in critical times. Yeah, you know what? Both the guys that came in, Tucker and Alexandrov, they played with the urgency you'd want to see from them. They played with the realization of, I want to I want to stay in the lineup. Yeah, you, you saw that intensity from them tonight. And you know what those guys know is that it doesn't have to come in the form of points. Right. It comes in playing the right way. Alexandra, front of the net, boxing people out, being hard on pucks, corners, just getting the puck deep. Tucker, I mean, for not playing in the NHL in over a month, he was crisp tonight. Yep. He didn't force anything. He didn't try to make plays that he shouldn't. Same way with Alexandrov. Alexandrov. So uh, they, they showed well tonight. 
the offensive side, if it comes, that's great. That's a bonus for them. You just need responsible hockey, and they provided that. Thank you, Mike. We check in now with Tim Woodburn, who helps out every single podcast with his thoughts on yesterday's game. Well, Chris, this is a rare game in which the Blues actually had the lead and did not hold on to it. That's not been their bugaboo this year. Their bugaboo has been not being able to come back. It's bound to happen. You're talking about the best player in the NHL winning the game in overtime on an incredible angled shot. But other than that, I thought the Blues definitely deserved a point, probably two. Bennington was terrific in net. Nick Letty, Colton Pareko both played a ton of minutes tonight, and I thought they were uh, excellent out there on the ice. Not a whole lot from the second, third, and fourth lines as uh, Robert Thomas line did most of the scoring, but uh, it was a fun game to watch. You know, it's, it's yeah, I know they lost, but we lost to Connor McDavid. <laughs> a lot of teams have lost to Connor McDavid, but it's, it's nice to see the Blues battle in a tight game, even though they didn't come away with the win. They battled, they didn't back down, they didn't cough it up, and uh, I I see a positive out of tonight's game with the point that was scored, especially with points being so important this time of year. For Curbside Reaction, this is Tim Woodburn. All right, Tim, thank you. Well, there are a lot of different takeaways you can take away from yesterday's game, and the biggest one is just it's the best game that the Blues have played in their last three contests. They played much better than they did in Detroit. They played even better than they did to open up this road trip in Winnipeg. The Blues played better. And how about the stat line from Colton Pareko? 27 minutes and 44 seconds of ice time. Five shots on goal, seven shot attempts, five hits, three blocked shots. He leads the team with 150 blocked shots. Had a takeaway in the game as well. He was terrific throughout that game. But one of the big takeaways you got to look at, I think, had some fun watching Zach Bolduc in that game. Yeah, there were some rookie mistakes. There were some turnovers in the defensive end. That's the speed of the game. It's only his fourth National Hockey League game. But he played nine minutes and 57 seconds in his first game. 15-38 in Detroit. Back to 8-0-1 yesterday. Or back to 8-0-1 against Winnipeg. You know, it was right around the 10 and 11 minute mark in the game yesterday against the Edmonton Oilers. Here's what you saw. You saw some conscientious play on both sides of the puck. You saw his speed. He was willing to throw the body around. We also saw a couple of terrific shots from him. He's a young player, and who knows if he'll go back down for a little while, but Zach Bolduc looked pretty doggone good in the game. There's more takeaways in this one. How about Tucker and Alexandrov and the way they came back after missing some time? Tucker hadn't played in nine games and had only played in one of the last 26 for the Blues. Alexandrov, well, he'd only played at one time in the last nine games as well. They both came in and they played like guys that were hungry to get back in the lineup. They threw the body around. They made smart plays. They competed on both ends of the ice. They did well for themselves by getting back into the lineup yesterday. And in the end, though, you still got to look at the top players for the St. Louis Blues. Two games ago, you get Thomas and Cairo benched by Bannister. Well, they've responded really well. Robert Thomas has had back-to-back good games. Kairou's had some good games as well. And Robert Thomas, with a two-point game, a goal and an assist, has 68 points on the season. And he's knocking on the door of another 70-point season. Robert Thomas, now with 48 assists on the season, is knocking on the door of becoming just the eighth St. Louis Blues player in history to have multiple 50-assist seasons. Doug Waite had two. Pavel Dimitra had two. Craig Janney had two. Doug Gilmore had two. Blake Dunlop had two. Adam Oates ended up with three. And, of course, Bernie Federko had ten straight years of it. Robert Thomas moving into some good company as he's just two assists shy of a second 
50 assist season as a St. Louis Blue. Boy, we got to keep going with a takeaway here. But how about Alexi Toropchenko? At times you saw him on the second line, he was effective. You saw him on the third line. He gave every single shift. He chipped the puck in. He got the puck deep. He banged bodies. He didn't stop. He was relentless. Another good game in Alexei Toropchenko, who was used up and down the lineup because of what he brought to the ice. So a lot of good signs in the game yesterday against the Edmonton Oilers, despite the fact that it was an overtime loss and despite the fact that they lost a two-goal lead in the game, the Blues did get a point, and they moved to within five points of a playoff spot. One home game to go before they head out on a big East Coast road trip starting Monday in Philadelphia, and that's a Saturday evening game, 5 o'clock game against the Minnesota Wild, the first of three out of four Saturdays in the month of March where the St. Louis Blues will play the Minnesota Wild. We'll have that game for you on the Blues Radio Network at 5 o'clock on Saturday night. Thanks for tuning in to Curbside Reaction, your next day postgame podcast featuring everything St. Louis Blues. Blues fall to the Edmonton Oilers by a score of 3-2 in overtime. They come home to take on the Wild on Saturday night. Have a great rest of your week, a great start to your weekend, and we will see you at the rink.